Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. In 1977's Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, Luke Skywalker at one point blasts a stormtrooper who falls to his death. As the henchman plummets, he unleashes a blood-curdling scream, a scream that would eventually become famous and featured in hundreds of Hollywood films. It even has its own name, the Wilhelm Scream. Uh, Here, we'll play it for you in case you're unfamiliar. (coughs) Sound familiar? Uh, So, what is this odd scream, and why would a death yell find its way into so many different movies? We spoke with Mike Miller, a film editor based in Ventura, California. He explained, The Wilhelm Scream is 1950s ADR, or Automated Dialogue Replacement Recording, for a B-movie about a jungle safari. The recording was for a man getting eaten by an alligator. 
The movie that Miller is referring to is 1951's Distant Drums, starring Gary Cooper as a U.S. Army captain who fights Seminoles and gun smugglers in Florida's Everglades. This wasn't one of Cooper's best on-screen efforts, but it did serve as the genesis of the now-iconic scream, which happens as an unfortunate soldier is dragged underwater by a hungry gator. To capture the scream, the film's producers asked various cast members to offer up their most terrifying shrieks. They reportedly recorded six screams, but it was the fourth that apparently most accurately captured the horror of being eaten alive by a ferocious reptile. And that's the one that made the final cut of the movie. Though no one is 100% certain who performed it, it's generally attributed to actor and singer Sheb Woolley. But the movie, and the scream, didn't initially make much of a mark. In 1953, though, a film titled The Charge at Feather River featured a scene in which a horse-mounted soldier is shot in the thigh with an arrow. The character's name? Private Wilhelm. And yes, the filmmakers dubbed in the scream from two years previous to express the character's agony. These kinds of reused and recycled sound effects are common in Hollywood. It saves time and money as studios crank out film after film. But even after the second movie appearance, the scream wouldn't have its brush with destiny for more than two more decades. Then along came Luke Skywalker and company. Miller said, Ben Burt, the audio sound designer for the original Star Wars, was rummaging around for replacement audio when he was working on Star Wars and found the audio recordings of the voice actor's screams and used one in Star Wars. He named the one he picked Wilhelm. Ever since then, sound designers in film have used the audio file as a calling card. Every Star Wars film up through 2015's The Force Awakens has used the scream. But Bert's unearthing of Private Wilhelm's painful yell has reverberated throughout countless other famous flicks. The list includes Toy Story, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Reservoir Dogs, Avengers Infinity War, Venom, More American Graffiti, and Willow, just to name a few. In Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, the joke goes even further, deploying the scream as a character is torn to shreds by an alligator. All of them use the exact same recording, albeit tweaked by sound engineers, that was tucked away in the Warner Brothers archive so many years ago. There are numerous compilations online compressing dozens of instances of the scream into easy-to-view clips. It would be difficult to account for every use of the scream, but higher estimates guess that the blood-curdling shriek has been used in as many as 400 movies. Others place the number at just over 200. Still, an amazingly long run for a single sound effect that originated seven decades ago. And of course, the scream is not limited to the big screen. It's also wormed its way into television shows, video games, and other media. Once you know to look for it, you'll hear it everywhere. Today's episode was written by Nathan Chandler and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other curious topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. X 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 